0: Idiothead.com, morning show, hello, little green day, deep cut off Dookie, which uh, this week I got my pre-order, I think I talked about this in a previous episode, I pre-ordered the 30th anniversary uh, edition of this record, which uh, I think I also went into my history of uh, the day my mom bought it, and it was 30 fucking years ago, amazing. Uh, well, it came in this week, well, actually a couple days ago, and it's beautiful. It's a nice silver box set. You open it up, there's four discs inside. One is the album, Remastered. Second is a whole bunch of demos, and I mean, all the way back to the cassette demo, eight-track demos, that kind of stuff, uh, and outtakes and things. Then there's a, um, uh, and also uh, non-album songs that were recorded around the same time, uh, stuff that you know is on other compilations and things um then there's two live records one is the woodstock 94 set which got you know uh abbreviated because a mud fight broke out <laughs> and then a set i want to say it's from uh, somewhere in the u in the, in the in europe a live show from 93 94 from that tour so and it comes with uh, some a like, couple stickers, a uh, an air freshener, a magnet, and some buttons. A whole bunch of fun stuff. And the best part is an expanded booklet. Tons of photos. Uh, even a picture of the uh, the recording reel-to-reel. I always love that in these remasters that comes out. <laughs> these box sets and things. You get a picture of what the actual music box looks like. You know, with the old handwriting on it. Which is interesting because they, they, they wrote it uh, on there and, you know... They never knew that this is the album that's going to break our career out, you know. But it's just interesting to see that stuff. I love that one. Those things are included in a a remaster in the artwork of the album. So, if you like Green Day or if you haven't visited Dookie in a while, which, God, who didn't love that album when it came out in the 90s? It was huge. Check out the box set. It's fun. I haven't drilled down on the the extras yet. I'm going to Take them to work this week and listen to the demos and the outtakes and things. Looking forward to it. Always exciting. So hey everybody, how y'all doing? I want to report that so far this last whole week I've been pretty productive, comics-wise. I penciled, I want to say, four or five new Pleasant Life pages. I inked, uh, I think, two of them. And then I got borders drawn on the rest and I've got to finish them up. I got a couple promo things that I'm working on for Pleasant Life that I want to do for social media because, you know, I just, I think I got a couple ideas to uh, get some interest in the book and, you know, just uh, incorporate some social media ideas into that. And then I have got some stuff I've done for the confessions thing on Patreon and uh, did a whole bunch of coloring. Especially this morning, my sleep's been all jacked up. I got up at one this morning after going to bed at nine thirty last night, and I was up till about I don't know seven in the morning. And I just was coloring, digital coloring. So, getting used to working on the iPad. I'm work- working on Procreate pinups for the Patreon, and then I'm working on uh, colors for Pleasant Life and Confessions. On that, and also. I happen to work on a page for the that heavy metal thing I've been talking about doing. It's a speculative fiction, sci-fi anthology thing. I think I'll put out once in a great while. I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but uh, I got about five stories that I don't want to do, and I'm probably each issue will be maybe maybe two stories and a bunch of. Uh, I want to do some. What I call high-end art. I don't know. Uh, not my cartoony style, but just do more. Uh, heavy metal styles, just fine art type of stuff and and stretch myself a little bit, you know? Because I got my cartoony stuff I can do, I got my smut that I can do, and I've got the writing I do. Why not do this too? And it'll come out, you know, whenever it comes out. It'll just be fun for me to do. So I've been I've been very busy, which is great. I like that. Uh, what else has been going on? Well, this past weekend I called my dad and said, hey, would it be cool for me to come down this coming weekend? I'm burning my last day off that I have paid at the day job to go down and visit my dad in southern Illinois this coming weekend. And, you know, he's all excited. He's 78, can't really do the drive anymore, nor probably should he, because, you know, I just I worry about him, you know. So uh, he's excited I'm coming down. I'm only going to be able to go down there for like a day or two. And then I have to come back Saturday night so that I can be here Sunday for my boys. Uh, and uh, anyway, after I booked this trip, uh, my anxiety started going way off. Because I just bought this new car. I'm not sure if it's going to be able to handle... Like, in the back of my mind, all these things happen. I, I catastrophize these things. You know, like, what if the car has secretly got something wrong with it? The tires got cracks in them. What if they blow out on me on the, on the road? What if uh, something happens? What if uh, I do get in an accident and it totals, and now I'm stuck in the middle of Indiana? Because most of the drive is—it's an eight-hour drive, and about about six and a half of it is Indiana. What if I'm stuck in the middle of Indiana and I can't do anything, and I ain't got no money to get out or anything like that? You know, you just—you go through the whole thing of all these things that can go wrong. Well. uh I was listening to a self-help podcast this morning, which kind of came right when I needed to hear it, and it's from Mel Robbins. I listen to the Mel Robbins podcast a lot, and here's what she talked about, funny enough, today. It was, you know, if you tend to catastrophize things, which I do that all the fucking time with anything, what if I put out this comic and nobody wants it? Or what if I make a mistake or the printing screws up? You know, I, I go all, I, I think of all the worst case scenarios. That's what I've always done. It's my, my, my default. There's a thing you can do that will take your head out of that. And it's sim- six simple words. You got to keep this in the top of your mind. The phrase is a question. You just ask yourself, well, what if it works out? Right? Because now it's a question. And suddenly it stops your brain from going down the, the, the vortex of whatever scenario you're you're picturing could happen or might happen. Start thinking, because now you got the question of, well, what if it works out? So now I'm thinking, well, well, shit, what if it does work out? I get down there, I've bonded with my car in a 16-hour drive, and I've got to know her a little better. Uh i've got to see the beautiful country maybe see some fall colors i got to stop by white castle which i don't get to do that often even though you know i probably shouldn't be eating white castle i'm gonna have to not get the extra fry or anything or a soda because of the diabetes what if uh what if i get down there and i see my dad and he's happy to see me and things work out really well and you know, there's no weird family drama going on. Or what if I get to go to the graveyard and say hi to my mom's grave and, and you know, all that stuff that I want to do. What if I get the chance to go to yesterday's drive-in while I'm down there and have one of their burgers that I grew up loving? All that stuff. And I get back home safe. What if, What if that? Right? So then I start now positively thinking about the experience. And I'll tell you, man, I will talk myself out of anything. Like, say it's Wednesday, New Comics, New Comics Day. I gotta go up, get up, go down, down, and get go to Summit Comics in Lansing, Michigan, and get my comics. I start to think, what if I get an accident on the way there? What if I go there and I, they don't have the books that I that, that I'm supposed to have in my inbox? Or what if I wasted my time? What if uh, I can't find a parking spot? It's right down by the Capitol Building. It's tough to get to. What if they're doing construction down there? What if uh, what if I get there and they don't have the things I want? I I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll talk myself out of it. But what if it works out? What if I get up and I go down there and I go get my comics and I my new issue is Spawn and the Parker Girls is in there and Hey, what if there's a toy there that I, I haven't seen yet but it's on sale and it's cheap? Oh, and oh, I need that for my shelf or. What if I go through the dollar bin and I find a comic that I've been putting off wanting for 30 years and I find it in the dollar bin, which happens there sometimes? Uh, what What if it all works out? What if I get down there and I get the closest parking spot? What if I see my boss whose apartment is right down there and we get to hang out for a little bit and play video games? What if it all works out, right? So if you tend to catastrophize thoughts like I do, Maybe this will help your anxiety. Just stop yourself and go, what if it all works out? And then just allow your brain to go that way and think all the good things that could happen. What if I release this comic book and no one's going to want it? What if it sucks? What if uh, it doesn't come out the way I wanted it? What if the printing's bad? What if this? What if that? What if this? What if if that? What if it doesn't get funded on Kickstarter and I, I look like a big idiot what if it works out? What if it gets funding on Kickstarter and people really like it and you get new fans of your work and they want to check out the rest of your stuff? What if the book comes out looking better than you ever imagined and you're able to say, you know what, this is this is my Sergeant Peppers. This is the best I've ever done. I, I can't believe that experience worked out. You know, it's funny when I hear people talk to celebrities and panels and things and they say, hey, did you ever picture that this thing would be, you know, it would change your life? Of course, no one ever says, yeah, I went into it ahead of time. You know, and this is going to change my life. I think it's going to be great. No, they just, like, I was just doing a job, and it took off, and it, it resonated, and it hit, and now it's all this, and now I can reflect on it and say, yeah, it was awesome, but I didn't know ahead of time that this was it. No one knows ahead of time when their success hits. Do you think Kurt Cobain knew when he wrote all of Nevermind that, uh, That would be the album that would make him a trillionaire and and change his life for better or worse. You know, you just don't know. What if it all works out? I guess that's the theme of the podcast today. So thank you, Mel Robbins, for helping my uh, anxiety. I'm going to use that as a tool and, and go with that. Hopefully that helps. Uh, A couple other things I wrote down, just something to talk about between you and me. They had the New York Toy Fair this weekend. You know, I've kind of, uh, my toy buying is off and on. I got a lot of Star Trek toys. I've got everything I need. I got a lot of 90s toys, everything I need. And, you know, it's always fun to look at the new stuff that comes out. Like, ooh, that's sexy. Oh, that's nice. But then I think, do I really need that? And lately I've been able to talk myself out of things. Like, I don't need this. It's just going to end up somewhere, and I'm going to sell it, and who cares? Uh, so maybe I'm maturing. I don't know. <laughs> but some things come along, and I still think they're pretty sexy. Like, for example, I saw some of the coverage. I saw this X06, their company, I think they're out of the U.K. But they do these uh, high-end 12-inch, they're sort of like Hot Toys or Sideshow collectibles for Star Trek. And they've been putting out some ones that are. I feel like are hit and miss. Some look dead on, some look meh. But they just released a a Todd Stashwick, Captain Shaw, from Picard Season 3. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm drooling because it looks so good. And I love Todd Stashwick. I got a man crush on the dude. I'm like, I need that. (laughs) I didn't get the Kirk or Spock or McCoy, but I need a Captain Shaw. That's pretty sweet. Then... Uh, also at the Toy Fair, Tom McFarlane's there, of course, and, you know, I, I love me some Tom McFarlane. They're releasing some DC statues. An Aquaman that looks really, really great, but I'm not an Aquaman person, but the, the detail on it's really nice. There's an Action Comics number one statue of Superman crashing the green uh, car into a rock, you know, from the cover. And, uh, it looks pretty sweet. I like that. But there was a Harley Quinn that they're releasing. It's a mini Harley Quinn, and the f- look on her face is just, it's sassy. It's dead on. It's funny. I put some pictures of these things up on my, on my socials, so if you want to see what they look like, uh, there you go. But I don't know. Just got my, got my whistle wet there for a minute. You know what I mean? Let's talk real quick about video games, uh, I was able to play some video games this weekend with the kid, which, you know, he's video game obsessed, he's 11 years old, so why wouldn't he be? Uh, We pulled out Beatles Rock Band when I was in a bummed out mood. We pulled out Beatles Rock Band and I got to sing some Beatles, and that's always fun. It always puts me in a good mood to sing some Beatles, especially when we can play it on video games. So, I don't know if you're a Beatles fanatic like me, but if you're ever having a bad day, Break out that old Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3 or whatever you had Beatles Rock Band on, and you can find Beatles Rock Band for nothing. Get the microphone, sing along, boost your mood. I just got a, uh, a memory expansion for my PS5, a Corsair one Terabyte thing. We installed it and started saving all our stuff to that. And then now I've got the space on my hard drive on the PS5 to download. I was looking at getting Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which you can buy digitally off the PlayStation Store for like 20 bucks. I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet because I've got a lot of stuff I want to get done before I start focusing on another video game that I don't have time for. Besides, I haven't even beat Dragon Quest XI yet. i still got to finish that. It's been a while since I've picked that up again. The only Castlevanias I've ever played is numbers one through four. So the first three for the NES and then the Super Nintendo one. And then a lot of people regard Symphony of the Night, which I guess came out for PlayStation 1 originally, as as the best Castlevania. It's it's what they call the Metroidvania, which is like Castlevania, but it's Metroid style. There's all sorts of ways you can go and hidden things and places and stuff. And I just thought, you know, I should really give this game a shot. And it looks fun. So my plan is to get ahead on some work and maybe check out Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I don't know if anybody out there is interested in video games, want to talk about this kind of thing, or like me talking about it. But anyway, that's just on my mind. That's something to do. So there, I have affirmed with you guys my week. I've got a few other things I want to finish up this week. Like, i got to finish uh, inking up these Pleasant Life pages, and then I'm going to take them to the copy store and shrink them, scan them, uh, clean them up, save them in the cloud, get them ready to color so I can take it with me on my trip to go see my dad, because when he takes a nap, I'll have that to do. Or to work on in the office when I'm bored, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't tell anybody that. (laughs) Anyway, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Hope you guys have a great week. And uh, again, you got any problems, wrestle them down with that simple question of what if it all works out? Allow yourself to uh, chase the whimsy that things might be simply okay, right? It could happen. Most likely will happen. If you can stay out of your own fucking head, that's my biggest problem right there. Peace and love, everyone. Take care